rugby's a rugby's a really difficult one because it's maybe not so much an issue of race, but maybe an issue of, of class as such. Rugby being seen as a middle upper class sport, I think from when I was growing up, certainly there wasn't many people of, of color going down the down a local rugby club. You're listening to the England Rugby Podcast, O2 Inside Line. I'm Lewis Dunlop. I play flanker, which is literally in the thick of it constantly. Um, most enjoyable position on the pitch. Um, it's just about working hard and fronting up. Oh, God, I think probably if you ask my parents, I was probably a bit of a nightmare, energetic kid. Well, I remember going down Spurs when I was a kid. My dad was a season ticket holder down there. So seeing them play in front of big crowds and... And the energy they got from the crowd is something I always dreamed of dreamed of doing. And when I started playing rugby, that's I realized that was my sport and that's what I that's what I really wanted to do. I discovered rugby from basically going down a football pitch and clattering lads and going through the back of lads and getting carded every weekend. And my, my dad was my football coach at the time as well. And my mum sort of said, it's a physical sport, rugby, and maybe we'll, we'll give it a go and do something that your dad's not as quite involved in the best possible way, just sort of find my own route. When I got sort of trials, um, Mark Patterson, my director of sport at um, St. Joseph's College, invited me for an induction day and a trial at um, St. Joseph's College, um, which is a private school, which is something that was never really on the, on the cards for us as a family. He invited us down and offered, offered me a scholarship down there. So that when, I think that was probably the first moment I've, I've realised there could be something in this. Yeah, my name's Mark Patterson. I, I met Lewis when I was director of sport at St. Joseph's College. We brought him into the college on a sports scholarship back in 2007. When I first met Lewis, the, the most easiest thing to, to sum him up was just um, determination and a good attitude and everything that he did, albeit he was only sort of 12, 13. The thing that struck me for somebody of that age was his, his work rate, his general attitude, and to be honest, his, his leadership was absolutely phenomenal from, from even a, a very early age. Uh, I think if Lewis could cement a place and stay injury-free in that, in that back row of that England team at the moment, he could potentially lead, lead that side. And I know that sounds quite a big statement, but um, he leads from the front. He leads in what he says. He leads in, in, in what he does. And, and he, he's obviously done things like a lot of people in, in sport, music, business, life, or whatever the hard way because of his ethnicity. But yeah, he's, he's very dignified all the time when he, and when, when he speaks um, in public or, or, or privately. I'm very, always very proud when I hear him standing up for himself and his beliefs. Where I'm from, Kesgrave, there's not many people that really look like what I look like. But going down to a local rugby club and realising... I don't look like any of these kids, don't come from the same background of any of these kids. And I didn't matter. And I let, let me slot straight in and, and get involved and treat me as, as one of the group was a real nice place to be. I think when you're a, you're a kid, you're always trying to figure out where you fit into it, where you sort of fit into things, whether that's family, social groups, and a kid that felt different and going down the local rugby club and then making me feel really part of something was, I think, the main thing which really attracted me to the sport. My great-grandmother was a tribeswoman in Ghana. 
And my mum's side of the family from Ghana as well. They were products of Windrush generation. They came over here. My grand worked as a nurse um, in Ipswich. And then dad's side of the family, his mum grew up in Palestine. And when things didn't go well there, they moved over to the Lebanon as, um, as, as refugees. And then over to England afterwards down in, down in Tottenham. So we're all very proud of. We're a family of, of fighters. People who are brave about moving about. it's only the last few years that I've been really comfortable with knowing that I've, I'm slightly different to other people and, and other people feel different in, in other ways. So just being comfortable with those differences and being comfortable standing out in a, in a crowd is something that um, I've had to grow up with and something that I actually really enjoy now. So um, I think you've really got to experience it, experience it for yourself and, and find your own path. So um, to not overthink things and take things as they are, um, let things take their natural course. It's probably the most Im important thing I've probably learned and not being afraid to be yourself in difficult situations as well. You, you think the nature of the world and rugby, people will want you to be something, pull you in loads of different directions, but as much as you can stay true to yourself and really focus on what you're about, what you like, who you want to be, I think that's probably the, the best thing that I've, I've learned to do over the last few years. I was the only, only black kid at the school. There was one other Indian student and, and that was it. The rest was young white kids. So my background, my dad being a Palestinian and my mum being from the Caribbean, it's not many kids with that mix. Growing up around there, it was very different. And then going to my high school was different in a different way where we came from probably a working class background and going to a school where kids are paying excess money a term to to sort of go to that school probably made me feel different in a different way, but that's all learned experiences. And I think once you get over the fact that there are differences and different backgrounds, you realize people are people and you can get on with anyone in, in any situation. People are very quick to put themselves into one tribe, one pack and, and pick a side, but you have conversations with people, you get to know people one-to-one, -one, you, you create these relationships with individuals and all that outside external group stuff it sort of fades away and you, you find differences and find similarities with, with each other and even the differences i think there's something to be celebrated in and i think once you get over that and you realize this is a hand i've been dealt they've been dealt a different hand and you you focus on building relationships with individuals and um, the rest of it's easy probably got my work ethic towards sport from someone like my dad and my mum as well was a keen netballer but I remember going down watch my dad box and being in changing rooms in some pretty unsavory situations and old nightclubs and watching my dad go toe-to-toe -to -toe with men you didn't know anything about I mean we were going down to fight clubs where you got other guys doing drugs in changing rooms before a fight and people missing weigh-ins and people taking money at the end of the night and just seeing how focused and present my dad was still through it all. Go in, get the job done, not really look at these outside 
external sort of pressures just to stay focused on what he wanted to do and and be brave for it as well I think was a was a great teacher he started boxing again when he was early 40s and him going down a local boxing gym every night every morning getting his nutrition right training right watching boxing videos everything pouring all of his energy into something because he wanted to go in the fight and he wanted to he wanted to win as a kid, I think that probably has, a, has an effect on you when you see your dad so driven and focused towards something. I'm Aaron Ludlam. I am the father of Lewis Ludlam. One of the things you see in his style of play today is his kind of work rate and his energy and commitment. And he's, he's always been that kind of player in whatever sport he's played from a very young age. I remember the like within a month of taking Lewis to sort of Ipswich Rugby Club, which was his first club. There was a there was an old man on the side of the pitch who used to kind of stand and watch the games. And he he came after me after at the end of one of the games, and he said, uh, "One day your son's going to play for England." You know, I describe both families as we're families of fighters, and I mean that not necessarily always in the boxing or the physical sense. So I think since being made captain at Northampton Saints and really since sort of coming into the England environment, I, I think he has become more focused. But he's having to take that kind of focus now, both you know, with his role at Northampton and both in terms of you know, wanting to keep himself within that in England environment and, you know, pushing to be better every day. In the world we're living in at the moment, the world of social media, you've got people expressing opinions in 120 characters and that's not a good way to iron out any differences. The, na the nature of the world we're, we're living in as well, there's, there's things like identity politics and people are keen to take a side, take a group, represent themselves with a with some sort of tribe and group that just adds to the issue a lot of the time. I think the only way to break down a lot of these issues is to sit one-on-one -on -one with people, have these conversations, which I think in the last two years has been the most positive thing for me. People are starting to talk about these things, figure out where the common ground is, which I think is, a, is the only soul for these sort of things. The more you start to understand where these things are coming from, where views are coming from, can only be a positive thing, whether even if someone says something you don't like, it's an opportunity to, to say why it isn't right. So I think any conversation to have is a, is a good one. It's opened up people talking about things they wouldn't have talk, talked about before. It's just important, I think, that you understand that everyone's got prejudices, no matter what they are. But it's about understanding those and understand where, where they come from and, and, and what you're going to do about them as well. You see, I think it's important in, in workplace, rugby, in life that people hold each other accountable and when something isn't right, people speak up and, and say something, otherwise these things are going to continue. I think before the last couple of years, we, we never really spoke about issues of race as a family. And I think, like I said, the, the things that have happened the last couple of years, we were forced to talk about this sort of thing. And I think most people look at my dad and say he's a a white British man, but when he grew up, he was experienced racism for being a, a young Arab in, in Ipswich, which was unheard of. To hear him speak about his experiences and mum being a, 
a black lady growing up in Ipswich, her experiences was something that we hadn't heard about. We hadn't heard about her struggle at all as well. That I think was, was eye-opening for me and my sisters as well. But I think the positive thing we, we gained from that was there has been a tremendous amount of change from when they were growing up to how we were growing up. And we hope that our kids in the future, that we, they see another change and, and so on. Rugby's a, rugby's a really difficult one because it's maybe not so much an issue of race, but maybe an issue of, of class as such. Rugby being seen as a middle upper class sport, I think from when I was growing up, certainly, there wasn't many people of, of colour going down the, down the local rugby club. We've been good at getting rugby into schools that wouldn't potentially play rugby before, into environments, places, inner city areas that I haven't experienced rugby where it's been mainly football and more working class sports, but I still think there's a, a long way to go. Clubs now are doing some unbelievable work in using rugby as a, a tool, a vehicle to create change in young people's lives where there are other distractions, offering tickets to local schools in the area around, around the club and getting kids watching rugby and enjoying rugby. Um, and then the foundation at the club do an unbelievable job in giving kids from tough backgrounds and tough situations, potentially kicked out of school for behavior issues and letting them come down to the club, spend some time with, with some proper role models and giving them the support they need. Sports are a, a great tool for that. And I think rugby has got a, a massive role to play in, in that as well, with it being a upper-class sport and um, there being a lot of money in rugby. I feel like there should be a big push to get rugby into, into the wider community, which can only be a good thing. Been very fortunate. Rugby's sent me to, to a brilliant school, um, something I wouldn't, wouldn't be able to afford. Sent me around the world. It's given me experiences, it's given me focuses, which I couldn't take back. So we've got to give um, something back to kids who, if I wasn't as lucky to have found rugby, that would have been in a different, completely different situation. So. We've got to take care of, we've got to get the game out there because like I say, it's a brilliant tool. It's a brilliant focus and it definitely helped for me as well. Uh, I'm Mark Atkinson, I play at Gloucester. I didn't really, I hadn't come across Luds before coming into camp, but right, he's a, a, a good character. You get there, he's this lovely, sort of well, softly spoken and you come into it and then bang, get into training and he's he's ready. You see that head start to move through contact and you know you're in trouble then but um yeah what a what a good character to be around i'm ben youngs uh part of the england men's senior squad uh luds yeah he's he's the type of bloke that uh you, you certainly want on your team you know he's you'd much rather have him with you than than against you well he's all um elbows knees and heart and uh, he gives it plenty There's so many people coming through from, from so many different backgrounds. When I first got into rugby, I'd sort of look into that England rugby team and the Saints team, and there was I didn't see many people who I could relate with, the likes of Jason Robinson maybe, but he was one of a few, you know. But to see this England rugby squad now and the diversity in it, and not just in race, but in terms of different backgrounds, where people are coming from, is something that I think is so exciting for, for English rugby and the community as well. you got the likes of... Ellis Genge from a council state in, in, in Bristol and 
sinks from inner London. Um, this is something I don't think the game would have seen 15, 15, 20 years ago. So getting these role models, these characters into the game. So kids like them, kids that look like them, kids come from the same places, can look up to them and be like, actually, this sort of thing is possible, you know? I can achieve that and people look like me play this game and that's okay and I'm involved here as well, I, I belong to this. However you conduct yourself around a rugby club, you don't understand how much of a, how much that sticks in kids' heads. Being, being younger, going down to a local rugby club and realising that no one looked like me, but all the parents, all the kids make me feel welcome. don't think you can underestimate the the power you have on other people and how your actions and how you hold yourself has, a, has an effect on especially, especially young kids. The way I want to be seen by young players is being the most committed on the pitch. Um, willing to give everything to make that, make that shirt proud. I haven't always been the most talented rugby player or naturally or, or physically gifted, but definitely been someone who's always given it a good crack, always left it all out there and, and, and put everything in. That's, a, that's an easy thing for me, just to be able to make the choice, wake up and, and say, yeah, I'm going to work hard today. And in my position, it's, it's easy to do, you know.